Jenny Green. Weekdays from 3 on 2FM. The sound of the nation. Tomorrow is December 1st, which means we can officially start the countdown to Christmas. It is a time of year that's synonymous with movie watching and whether they're the films you've seen a dozen times or hidden gems you may have missed. Deirdre Malumby from Entertainment.E is here to count down her favourites. Deirdre, um, I was just saying to you there, there's there's one missing from this list so far before we get into it. It is a new movie. And I saw the trailer of the other day on Netflix, which is Christmas of the Castle. Did you mean to put it in or did you purposely leave it out? You know, I haven't gotten round to that one yet, but I have seen the trailer first and I'm like, oh, I don't think I can. I just can't. It has a Christmas version of Wild Mountain Time to it. I think something like that. If anyone has seen Christmas of the Castle, by the way, text us in. But look, we're going to talk about some good ones. Uh, first up, I was gonna say, I'm going to say one of my favourites, but I will say that about most of them. So let's just go with this, The Holiday. Let's have a listen. Oh my God, you're um, not alone, are you? No, I'm not actually. I'm sorry. No, 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 don't be. I I, I shouldn't have just... Uh, oh, Harrison, Daddy. Daddy? Yes. I am Daddy. Oh, what a great movie. Is this one of your favourites as well, Deirdre? It is. Would you believe I only saw The Holiday for the first time maybe four or five years ago. And when I saw it, I was like, this movie has been missing from all my previous Christmases. So I've made <laughs> sure to watch it every Christmas since because it's just oh, it's just so joyful. And Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet are so adorable in it, as are Jude Law and Jack Black, who played the film's leading men. I also love the whole storyline involving Eli Wallach because the whole idea of his character is he's the this season's a seasoned actor, which he is in real life as well. And I I love that kind of in-joke. And also it was his very last role before, um, you know, the actor passed away. So it's kind oh. of bittersweet there. But yeah, it's it's just such a great Christmas movie. I mean, a lot of the ones on my list now that I've picked are very, very cheesy and just packed with feel-good factor. But you know what? You need that in a Christmas movie, I think. That's um, exactly and this it. Exactly. Yeah. And what's handy about this one as well is that I believe it's available to stream both on Netflix and Amazon Prime. May have to double check that, but it's definitely on one or other. Well, have a look for that. So that is The Holiday. Next up, uh, I'm not even going to introduce this. Let's have a listen. Almost finished. Almost finished. What else can that be? You're going to dip it in yogurt, cover it with chocolate buttons. Who knows? We're going to pop it in the Christmas box. But I don't want a Christmas box. But you said you wanted a gift grant. I did, but... This is the final flourish. Can I just pay? All we need now. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a sprig of holly. No, 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 no bloody holly. Oh, we've all been there in that moment. Uh, so, love, actually. How many times do you reckon you've seen this film? Oh, my gosh, so many. Like, at least once a year again since it's come out. So, I don't know, maybe, what would that be, like, 17 or 18 times? Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but, I mean... It's so funny. What I love about this is that whole multi storyline. I mean, people have tried to copy its formula in movies like New Year's Eve, Mother's Day and Valentine's Day. But it's just it's never quite worked. They've never quite recreated that charm and that warmth. And I think what's amazing as well is that every year, every time I watch this, there's a different storyline that kind of resonates with me and sticks with me. And I think that that's what a lot of people really like about this film. Um, I think that one of the storylines that people talk about the most is definitely the one relating to Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman because it's so devastating and both actors are so, so phenomenal in um, in kind of bringing that story to life and everything. So, I mean, I think that people out there who haven't seen Love Actually yet, I don't think they're ever going to get around to seeing it. They've just rejected it. But I still think it's a great Christmas movie. 
Now there's other uh, lo- loads of Christmas films on Netflix at the moment. Uh, some of the ones you recommend. Let's start with uh, Little Women. Don't marry him. No. Yes. No, uh, Lori. What? You're being mean. What? Stop it. Being Stop mean? it. I have been second to Joe my whole life in everything. And I will not be the person you settle for just because you cannot have her. Okay, so uh, this is the slightly newer version. Yeah, that's right. So this is the one um, written and directed by Greta Gerwig and it stars such um, actresses as Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, Florence Pugh and Eliza Scanlon. I love this movie so, so much. I'm so glad to see it. Was It was only added to Netflix, I think, actually in recent weeks. Um, it's also one I'm slightly less ashamed of because it's like a proper movie and just not <laughs> just this cheesy nonsense that most of the ones I've picked out are but this is such a gorgeous movie for anyone who hasn't seen it it is so wholesome it's so generous I love that it's both kind of faithful to the original Little Women novel but it's also kind of updating it and really kind of uh, rooting it in this kind of modern day feminism I think that it's really kind of interesting in that way and also how it looks at like girlhood versus adulthood and the challenges of that and Florence Pugh I think even though Saoirse Ronan is like the lead in everything I think the Florence Pugh kind of steals it away as Amy she just does such a great job at portraying that character as she goes from spoiled child to this sensible young woman but really all the performances in it and that's not even mentioning the likes of Timothy Chalamet, Laura Dern, Meryl Streep is as fabulous as ever it's just oh it's such a great great movie I, I think that this will become one I'll watch every year. So that is uh, Little Women. The next one we have, uh, I don't think I've seen this actually. Uh, Let's take a listen to The Night Before Christmas. Might I ask you a personal question regarding your dalliance with the douche? James? Well, just how serious was it? Because if he broke your betrothal and ruined you, I believe it is my quest to see him run through. Ugh, no. Truth is, I kind of knew he wasn't the one. I just kept hanging around, hoping he would grow into the man I wanted him to be. Okay, so the night before Christmas, a K, by the way, in that night before Christmas. Is this worth a watch? I mean, it's very, very cheesy. So you kind of have to wholeheartedly embrace that fact and the fact that it is quite predictable. Mm-hmm. And even the humor is like jokes you've seen so many times. Uh, just to give a little uh, kind of quick summary of the storyline, it follows Sir Cole, who is a dashing knight from medieval times, as well as Brooke, played by Vanessa Hudgens, who's this high school science teacher in the modern day. And Sir Cole gets assigned this mysterious quest and he gets magically transported forward in time. So that's how these two kind of end up meeting and how are they going to make it work and obviously there's you know um, cultural clash and all of that stuff and time clash and everything Um, and I mean even like within the movie it's so shameless it's one of these Netflix original Christmas movies which we're getting so many of and more of every year such as like A Castle for Christmas it seems and this one actually includes some ads for other Netflix movies within it and I kind of appreciate how shamelessly it's advertising (laughs) Do they warn you in advance you know the way this, this feature film contains product placement. Oh, no, no. I don't think they have to. I don't think they're obliged to if, if they're just advertising themselves. But they talk about like binging Netflix movies and stuff within it. It's just, oh, it's so funny. And I mean, I think that a lot of what carries this movie is Vanessa Hudgens because she's just she's a really likable actor and she actually leads the Netflix Christmas series, The Princess Switch as well, which the third movie of which just dropped on Netflix. Because again, we can't get enough of these Netflix original Christmas movies. But yes, apparently a sequel for this movie is on the way as well. So. Okay. 
some people must have liked it. <laughs> so this is uh, that that was the night before Christmas. The next one, I think this was last Christmas. This came out, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was not what I thought it was going to be when I watched it. But have a little listen, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. It's all about caring, love and compassion. Better to give and receive. I watched this, I think it was last year, and I thought it was like a kind of a Christmas concert. And when I put it on, I went, oh, it's not. I think I gave it about 20 minutes and I just, I wasn't quite able for it. See, I that's what I kind of like about it. I thought it was very Christmas concert or yeah. there's almost kind of a panto energy about yeah. it or something. But yeah, this one is, this one's so cheesy that when I recommended it to my mom, she was like, this is actually too much D. I don't know how you can watch <laughs> Yeah, you know, if your mum's struggling to watch a Dolly Parton movie, there's something wrong. <laughs> you know what it is? I think that it is the magic of Dolly. I think maybe you do just have to absolutely adore that woman to watch this because like she both stars in it as this kind of um, homeless person in the disguise who actually, it turns out, is a guardian angel. She also wrote all of the film's songs, which I think are very fun, very catchy. Um, it's populated by these sweeter than pie characters it borrows a lot from the likes of the Grinch it's wonderful life a Christmas Carol so it is quite cliched and derivative but I I just think it's it's all about Dolly you know I just love Dolly and Christine Barinsky uh people will recognize her from Mamma Mia she plays the lead in it and she has a great singing voice as well so it's definitely one you have to have a certain yeah preference for like I said the very cheesy very corny variety but I think that fans of musicals you know should really enjoy it because there's loads of singing and dancing and energy and all of that. So that is Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. You can watch that on Netflix. We've got time for one more and we're going to go with Disney Plus. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas. Check this out. Tell me what's better. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. The first one's good for really little kids and the second one's good if you want to scare people and watch them run away screaming. Okay, cool. Thanks. Have you let's cool Okay, so is this is this an older film? It is, yeah. This is one I watched loads back in the 90s and I noticed it was on Disney Plus. So, ooh, immediately add to uh, my watch list. So it reminds <laughs> me of this film and like Jack Frost with Michael Keaton were just on the TV like every year. So I just ended up watching them that way. So I think people of a certain generation will remember watching it annually on the TV. But I do think that it's due to make a comeback because its storyline is this college student is bribed to come home for Christmas. So he has to travel from his college campus to his family's home in New York in time for Christmas dinner. And if he makes it on time, his father has bribed him with a Porsche. And I think there's something quite like, I don't know, timeless and maybe even a little modern day about that storyline that maybe we'll end up seeing this movie make a comeback but I mean it is quite silly and you can kind of imagine what's going to happen and there are lessons a lot learned along the way and blah blah but again I just I just like the cheesy movies so they're the kind of ones I go for not like you know Die Hard or or Gremlins or ones like that so I suppose they're just ones that if you're really in the mood for feel good factor they're just my picks if you want to get cozy for Christmas these are the ones yeah. so that's all beyond for Christmas uh, before I let you go someone has just text in and it's a film I actually watched last Christmas as well they said uh, one of my newest favourites is Last Christmas has all the music of George Michael it's cheesy but lovely it is actually it's a great movie we watched it one night thinking this is probably going to be awful and it, it was actually very enjoyable I don't know if you've seen it yet 
I have actually seen it. Um, I kind of liked oh, it. Oh, dear, like- sure, she's saying no. I know by your tone. I loved the acting. I loved the music. And I did think that the lead actor shared great chemistry. There's a certain twist, let's say, in the movie that I just could not get on board with. But <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that. I do know it has a lot of fans, though. So I'm not going to go too Grinch just yet. <laughs> no, it's a good one. So if anyone hasn't seen it, check it out. And The Family Stone, by the way, uh, someone else said it has to be on the Christmas list. Another classic. Um, Deirdre, thank you just so much. That's on Disney Plus, actually. The oh, is Stone. it? So you Give that a thumbs up as well. Okay, very good. We'll check that one out. Oh, before I let you go, actually, Christmas at the Castle. Watched it last weekend. It was harmless enough, cringe-worthy. Wouldn't be in a rush to watch it again. Some anonymous texters. So there you go. Uh, Deirdre, thank you so much. And we will chat to you again next week. All right? Thanks for having me. Here we go. Jenny Green. Weekdays from 3 on 2FM. The sound of the nation.